This episode is brought to you by Premier Ridge Capital. Your path to financial freedom and stability through multifamily syndications begins with Premier Ridge Capital. Visit our website at www.premierridgecapital.com and sign up for our newsletter and get your free ebook today. Learn the secrets of multifamily investing and how Premier Ridge Capital can be your partner in achieving financial peace of mind. Argentina's president-elect is thirsty for greenbacks. Very significant. Biden and Xi's meat could help lower tensions, says analysts. And OpenAI investors are considering suing the board after CEO Altman's firing. These are the top three headlines in this week's weekly business brief. First up, Javier Milei won the Argentinian presidential election. His next task is dollarizing the nation's economy, and boy, do they need it. According to the Morning Brew, Argentina's newly elected president and chainsaw enthusiast Javier Millet ran on a platform that prioritized dollarization or switching out the local currency for the U.S. dollar. With the election in the rear view, Millet is eager to ditch pesos and make it rain. Benjamin, baby, all about the Benjamin. Argentina's central bank would purchase all pesos in circulation and exchange them for dollars. In theory, this would, one, reduce the country's historic inflation, and two, eliminate the power of the central bank and prevent it from printing even more money, a main cause of Argentina's inflation crisis. In addition to dollarizing, Millet wants to open up the country's largely closed economy and cut spending. Pulling off dollarization requires Argentina's central bank to have enough dollars to buy all the pesos in circulation. And like anyone under 30 trying to buy a house right now, experts estimate that it's roughly $50 billion short. And that's just the start. The country's courts and divided Congress could add additional obstacles. Emilio Ocampo, the economist appointed by Millet to oversee the dollarization process, is bullish. He argues that Argentina could have over $200 billion in circulation that the central bank doesn't include in its count of dollars. He also considers the economy de facto dollarized. Dollarization is the economy equivalent of Hail Mary Pass. There's no guarantee it'll work, but with 143% inflation, Argentina has to try something. They got to try something. 143% inflation. Can you imagine, guys, here in the U.S., 143% inflation? We'd be freaking pulling our hairs off, right? Other countries that have dollarized, like Ecuador and Panama, have seen mixed results. So we'll have to wait and see. Argentina's had a freaking issue with inflation for years and years and years and years. I think this is a wise move, but we'll see what happens. Time will tell. This is what happens when overprinting of money occurs. Inflation goes what we call runaway inflation, and you have inflation to those kinds of, of levels, and this is what you see. Next up, China and the U.S. will want to manage their differences as they each battle other challenges, according to the analysts. Reported by Al Jazeera, the first meeting between Chinese, the Chinese President Xi Jinping and the United States President Joey B., Joe Biden, this year is a positive signal that the two superpowers want to improve their working relationship. Analysts have said, we'll have to see about that. I have my thoughts on this. Xi and Biden met Wednesday on the sidelines of the APEC summit in San Francisco with a promise to cooperate on issues like artificial intelligence, climate change, and curbing 
fentanyl shipment to the U.S., which is killing us here in the U.S. We have a fentanyl crisis here in our country, all, by the way, spurred by China. This drug is coming from China, to be clear. They also pledged to restore military communications that were cut off following the visit of then-U.S. Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi to Taiwan last year, a self-ruled democracy that China regards as its own territory. While none of the outcomes were surprising, analysts said they represent a move in the right direction. What this meeting achieves, it helps regenerate a little bit of political capital as the two sides enter into a year that will be filled with a number of events that could see tensions flare up again, said Amanda Passio, a Taipei-based senior China analyst at the Crisis Group. Taiwan will hold presidential elections on January 13th, while the U.S. is poised for its own presidential vote next November, relations with China will keep figure prominently in both campaigns. While the U.S. and China were never expected to fully put aside their differences, Biden and Xi still have made many reasons to tone down their rivalry, said Leisure. Besides running for re-election, the already tumultuous U.S. presidential election, Biden has to worry about two wars in the Ukraine and in the Middle East. Yeah, that's correct. He's got a lot on his plate, man. China's economy, meanwhile, is struggling on multiple fronts, including its housing market. Let me tell you, China's housing market has been in the crapper since 2021. I mean, they have it has been just a big problem for them. The U.S. export controls and outbound investments restrictions on advanced tech like semiconductors are biting. So, guys, this article is a great, great article. This this whole presidential visit from Mr. Jinping, if, if, if you guys seen anything on, um, on the news in San Francisco when this guy arrived, when the president of China arrived here, uh, they cleaned up the streets. Okay, guys, we have a tremendous homeless issue. They clean up the streets when this guy's coming to our country, but they don't clean up. The, the government doesn't clean up the streets for us, for the people that live there. This is some this is some bullshit. Like, like excuse my language. This is some bull crap, man. They clean it up for this guy to come, first of all. Then second of all, this is our direct competitor. This guy has made it really clear in, 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 in many of his speeches that he would want to see America take second place, a direct competitor. Now, I completely understand that we should, by the way, we should have open lines of communication and we should diplomatically play this game. But let's not be fooled, guys. Let's not be fooled. China does not want us to be number one. I'm a competitor. And if you're a competitor, you understand that the number two always wants to be number one. And we need to be aware of that. We need to be on point of that. China is not uh, playing for our best interests. Yes. Do we need to be uh, politically correct? Do we need to have working relationships? Absolutely. That doesn't mean we're fools and that we don't pay attention to what this guy really is up to. He wants to take America down. I mean, he joined BRICS to 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 bring down the dollar. This guy is not about us. This is all a political move. And, um, I, you know, I, I don't trust, I don't trust this guy. I don't trust China. My take, do what you want with it. That's just my personal ch- take. This guy's not about us. Um, the fact that we as a country cleaned up our own streets because this guy's coming, that is a shame. And I'm embarrassed about that. We should be cleaning up our country for our own people, our own taxpayers. That's a message for you, Governor Newsom. You should have cleaned up your streets in in California for your people, for us Americans, not for this guy coming out of China because we want to impress him.
that's just bullcrap, man. Your priorities are out of line. Our loyalty should be to the American people first. That's what leadership is your home front first. We don't, I take care of my home first before I take care of anyone else. Get it right, guys. Lastly, investors reportedly concerned they could lose hundreds of millions of dollars they invested in the tech startup. So this is a big, uh, big deal what's happening here with uh, ChatGPT. Some investors on OpenAI, the creator of ChatGPT, are exploring legal recourse against the company's board. Sources familiar with the matter have told Rudder's news agency after the directors removed Sam Altman and sparked a potential mass exodus of employees. Sources said investors are working with legal advisors to study their options. It was not immediately clear if these investors will sue OpenAI. Investors worry they could lose hundreds of millions of dollars they've invested in OpenAI, a crown jewel in some of their portfolios, with the potential collapse of the hottest startup in the rapidly growing generative AI sector. Microsoft owns 49% of the for-profit operating company, according to sources familiar with the matter. Other investors and employees control 49%, with 2% owned by OpenAI's non-profit parent. OpenAI's board fired Altman on Friday after a breakdown of communications, according to the internal memo seen by Rudders. By Monday, most of OpenAI's more than 700 employees threatened to resign unless the company replaces the board. Venture capital investors usually hold board seats or voting power in the portfolio companies, but OpenAI is controlled by its nonprofit parent company, OpenAI Nonprofit, which, according to OpenAI's website, was created to benefit humanity not open AI investors. Interesting. So there's a lot of uh, issues and challenges with this one. I know that Microsoft offered this guy a, a job and um, now they want to take him back. So we'll see where this lands. Will this be the end of OpenAI's ChatGPT project? Share your thoughts down in the comments and let's discuss. And this has been your weekly business brief. I'll see you guys next week. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Peace. And that wraps up another episode of Wealthy AF brought to you by Premier Ridge Capital, where multifamily real estate syndications meet premier success. Your future starts here. Visit us at premierridgecapital.com for more details.